Welcome to the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with your host, accountant and author Carol Topp, the homeschool CPA. Carol takes confusing topics such as money and business and puts them into clear English. She's ready to share her knowledge with you on today's show. Welcome everybody to the Dollars and Cents Show podcast. This is Carol Topp. My website is homeschoolcpa.com. And I am back with another wonderful homeschool group leader that, uh, well, we met virtually online at the Facebook group called I Am a Homeschool Group Leader. And if you haven't joined us, come and join us. There are about 500 homeschool leaders from around the country who share information. And with me today is Melissa Robb, who is a leader with a homeschool group called Enrich and um, from Rhode Island. Welcome, Melissa. Hi. Hi. Thank you. Thanks for agreeing to be interviewed. These have been a lot of fun for me to talk to homeschool leaders. I mean, we we chat, if you will, via Facebook and stuff like that. But it sure is fun to to hear what you guys are doing in various parts of the country and in your groups. And um, one thing you were doing, which I looked at your website, I just loved, is your your group, and you can tell me a little about your group if you want to, but you hold regular events for the public about basically how to homeschool. I think that's so yes, cool you guys do that. we we do we do often um, at least once a month we hold those, and we've been doing that for a long time. Um, we are based in Rhode Island, and we have members who are also in Connecticut and Massachusetts, and you know we're all so close. We we help support whoever needs help. So we have about a little less, I think, right now than 250 members and uh, member families. This is going into our 10th year. We're celebrating 10 years this year, and we're really excited about that. Um, And I've been in the group for just under that, that amount of time, maybe nine and a half years. And right now, my position in the group is that I am the member advocate, and I help everybody with the legal end of stuff. Again, whether they're members or not, I'm helpful um, with any questions that that are asked about, you know, what they have to provide to homeschool legally and uh, what paperwork they need to send in, things like that. But also, I have a foot in the PR team as well. And... The PR team does a great job in not just marketing our group, but making sure that homeschooling is um, information is available to everybody who wants it. So we offer the intro to homeschooling sessions once a month. We go around the state and offer it, you know, in different, usually in libraries, but sometimes we have it in other locations as well. It's important for us to move around the state because even though we're a teeny tiny state, people in Rhode Island don't like to drive very far. So uh, (laughs) we make sure that we're down near the coast. We are up as far north as we can get. Sometimes we go to libraries just over the border in Mass or Connecticut. And we just want to make sure that the information people need, the correct information, is available to them at the time they most need it. Because if you only hold an intro to homeschool a couple of times a year, you've got a lot of people you're missing. A lot of people who are pulling their children out during the year and they need help now. They can't wait. So we make sure they have the help they need. That's wonderful. I mean, really it is. But, you know, uh, it sounds like your group is, because Rhode Island is small, it sounds like you're, you're almost like you do some things like 
uh, statewide organizations in other states do. Is that, is that right? Or does Rhode Absolutely. Have, oh, you do. Okay. You that, would be, that, that would role. be us. Yeah. Um, we are one of the two statewide groups, but really anybody who even has like a small co-op or something would welcome anybody from the area at all. Yeah. I well, I actually wish more, you know, local groups, especially if you know you're like the only homeschool group in the area, would host these events for the public. The li- library will frequently let you use a, a room for free, you know, help you advertise. You, you're helping people understand how to homeschool and legally homeschool. And you know, a lot of, a lot of groups put information on their websites, or the statewide groups certainly do. So why, why is that not enough, Melissa? If you just put the information on the website, why do you have to oh. go to the effort of these events? Oh, my gosh. So we do have great information on our website, and a lot of it is the same stuff that we say at our you know, in-person sessions. But uh, there's such a difference in hearing it come from somebody, an experienced person who's speaking from um, a sense of, you know, they're not unsure of themselves, they know what they're talking about, they've been there and seen it, and have lots of stories they can tell. Because the families, especially the families who are coming in the middle of the year to these events, are coming because there's usually something very stressful going on in their life. And they are choosing homeschooling from a much different place than the person who comes with her first baby in her belly. And I have had that. I mean, I was like, so how many kids do you have? She says, well, just this one in my belly. I was yeah. like, oh, my God, that's so great. <laughs> but, and that's a much different approach to homeschooling and to going into the homeschooling lifestyle than it is for those parents who are sitting in front of me in tears. Even, I mean, God, when a dad cries in one of the sessions, it, you know that they've gone through a lot, probably years of trauma in the public school and probably in private school too, trying to find the right place for their kid. And they, I forgot what your original question was, Carol. No, just why do in person? Oh, oh, speaking in person, yes. And that's why they need, we need to look at each other. We need to tell each other the stories. They need to tell somebody who understands the stories. Some of our sessions may have 25 people in them, but generally we have 30 people sign up and like eight actually come. And those are my favorite. Those are the ones I walk away feeling like I just didn't tell them what paperwork to fill out. I told them about how to make their life happy again. Do you know, you yes. know what I mean? Like yes. it's so much yes. more than, than the facts. It's, they need to see that I care. They need to see that so many people have come before well, them. Yeah. So if, this, if that person who looks normal can do it, it you're instilling confidence <laughs> in them. We're normal. Yes, we are normal. That's true. Yeah, right? I remember I remember when I first started homeschooling, I, I, uh, two newbies or were thinking about it, moms, actually came to my house. You know, I homeschooled in the basement and I'm and, um, sitting there showing them what my kids are doing. And they're like, Carol, you know, you don't wear a jumper and you don't have your hair in a bun, you know, because this was their perception of the time. And the, yeah. and I was like, yeah, I'm I'm normal. I look like you and I'm normal. And, you know, and it gives people great hope 
Oh, hope yeah. and, and, and confidence and emotional yeah. support. That's what you're giving. Yes. I love it. I love it. And so much of what they come for is that emotional support. They, and, and, or at least they might not know they're coming for that, but I know they are. And um, I'm not the only one who, who runs the intro to homeschool sessions. We have um, two other people uh, who are on the PR team that uh, also do it. And I know that they, both of these ladies, feel the same way I do, that you come away sometimes exhausted, really drained from it, but you come away knowing you just gave a gift to a family that they needed. And sometimes the kids are there, especially if it's a team, there's sometimes there too, we welcome um, them. Um, We try to make it adult only, but if they say, hey, I have a team, of course you can come. And, you know, I encourage the mom and the dad to hear the message together. That's important. Mm-hmm. But it, there's just, yeah. reading stuff online does not take the place of having somebody talking to you. I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah. Very cool. So how, you do, you do these once a month, so you, you, how many in a year is Enriched doing? So we are doing 12, about, 12 12 a year, about 12 a year. Yeah. There could be a month yeah. that we miss one. Maybe sometimes we'll oh, skip sure. a December or something like that, or, or we'll have like a bad weather. It takes a lot of planning. I mean, it's good you have that three people, but you know they're <clears throat> they're traveling. They're giving up their their afternoon and evening. I assume these are mostly in the evening for folks. They right? are mostly in the evening. Yeah, they're in the evening, and we have mm-hmm. um, we try to split it up, you know, evenly depending on who. Sometimes we stick to you know your part of the state or whatever. But okay. we have a great um, our the head of PR Jen Curtis. She is the one who's contacting the libraries and organizing oh. this, and we plan out far in advance because libraries like to have their schedules set. So sure we do. plan this yeah. far out in advance. We make sure we move around a lot, and we try also some areas need it more than others at certain times of year. So we try to do that, and we try to keep a lot of it central. For example, we have the uh, Naval Academy here in Rhode Island, and that's in the southern part of our state. We have a lot mm-hmm. of families that come in in August, uh, late August, and we try to make sure we have a session sometime, you know, in that area um, when I they're going to be arriving. So, you know, we try, and well, then during know, the winter, we don't want to be out in the middle of nowhere. We kind of try to keep it central in the middle of winter in case there's bad weather, things like that. Yeah. Well, what I love is your external focus, Melissa. It's very easy. I understand homeschool leaders who are running their local organizations are overwhelmed. You know, they're homeschooling their own kids. They still got to do laundry and cook meals and run their group. And they, they, they can barely lift up their eyes to see that there is a need around them, right? And you guys are doing that. And that's what I love. You're, you're being a lot more externally focused specifically externally focused outside of just your members. I love that I, you're doing that. I can't tell you how I think much if I we, admire you. Thank you. I think if we offered in specifically this workshop, the Intro to Homeschool, if we only offered that to our members, we wouldn't be getting a whole lot of people coming because usually – our members, well, maybe they've already been to one of our sessions, which is why they're not going to sign up. But usually they're already involved in homeschooling once they become a member. They don't, they're not the, the audience for this. We have other things that we offer to them. You know, we have curriculum night. We have high school, home, homeschooling high school sessions, things like that. But we're, on one hand, I, I guess I don't like to look at it as a marketing, you know, tool, but it is. Not that everybody who comes to Intro to Homeschool joins our group. They don't. But 
you know, it, it is also used that way. But mm-hmm. specifically, we just need to get to the people who aren't sure what they're doing yet. They're at a crossroads. They need to make decisions. And a lot of times our members, our newer members, will say, oh, I went to one of your intro to homeschools a year ago, two years yeah. ago. So yeah. it took them that long to get the message and then make the jump. Thank you for joining the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with Carol Top here at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. For more helpful information, visit Carol at her website, homeschoolcpa.com.